everybody all over the world if you are looking to get your voice heard on the midgard musings podcast you have the option to call in leave a voicemail and be featured on the podcast so all you have to do is to whatever country that you're in you need to dial one to reach the united states area code 615-671-9832 is the hotline number just call in leave your voicemail there and i will review it and i would love to feature your message here on a future midgard musings podcast episode really excited to feature this opportunity on this platform so again that number is 615-671-9832 it is a local united states domestic number so if you are outside of the country and you need to reach the u.s dial one uh for the u.s 615-671-9832 go ahead and call into the podcast leave your message there I am looking forward to hearing from you. Thank you so very much for supporting what I do here on the Random Heathen Ramblings podcast on Midgard Musings. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, everybody. Do you guys enjoy what I do here on the podcast? And do you enjoy listening and watching to what I do on YouTube as well? Maybe you're trying to think of a way to help support these projects and and the content that I release. Well, I'm going to give you one idea to think about, and that is Patreon. I'm not sure if you realize it, but Midgard Musings is available to become a patron uh, to on Patreon. So go to patreon.com slash Midgard Musings, and you can help support what I do here on the podcast and across my other social media platforms for just as little as a dollar a month, if you so choose, right? So if everybody who's listening and watching what I do pledge just $1 a month, that would help tremendously. There are other tier levels of support that you can choose on Patreon. So head over to patreon.com slash Midgard Musings and see what fits you over there. As always, thank you so much for your support. Let's get back to the podcast. All right, everybody. Hail and welcome to another episode of Random Heathen Ramblings here. It's Jesse and it's Midgard Musings time once again. Um, Been a while, you know, been a while since uh, we did one of these podcast i keep saying that i feel like i keep saying that every time i come back on here oh you know it's been a while Uh, but it really hasn't you know the last one we did was uh when you think about it only about a week ago um a little over a week ago you know you think about it like oh it was last month right but hey it's only the it's only the the fourth of march today and the last uh podcast came out on the 23rd of february and February's only got 
28 days this year. So like I said, in reality, it's just been a little over a week. So I think the podcast before that, the crazy one, the one that I went all berserker with uh, the Ben Shapiro thing. Um, well, actually, I went berserker on the one. Berserko is not a word, by the way, but I went berserk um, of, uh, on the last podcast episode. But the one before that, anyway, there was like a two-week-long gap in between it and a lot's uh a lot's changed in between the last episode and today so um figured he'd uh figured we'd go ahead and get things a rolling on the podcast i gotta take a sip of water by the way hang on um i'm not drinking alcohol at all uh for the next 20 days i started a 21 day long cleanse program and it's quite intense. I'm going to tell you a little bit more about it. But before we get started into all of that, I want to say uh, thank you to everybody who has uh, continued listening and you know, streaming episodes of the podcast and um, sharing them around and getting the you know the, the listenership and all that up, maintaining pretty solid numbers. I got to say, you know, I love seeing all the new um, growth coming out here on this platform. All my friends out there in the U.S. and the U.S and Canada and Australia and you know Europe you know got some folks over there in Sweden and the Netherlands and even Switzerland uh, the Faroe Islands Austria Mexico Germany it says it's one percent of the listenership I don't even know if that's if it's accurate or not because um, most of my listeners are over here in the US that's where I'm from where I'm based out of. But anyways, I want to say thank you to everybody. And I want to say a very special thank you to um, Fro from the Deathlanders. We're actually going to listen to, he, he called into the hotline, the very first uh, person to call in to the Midgard Musings hotline, which I appreciate. You know, I, I've, I've said it before and I will say it again. You guys want to call in and have your voice heard, whether it's on a, a, a podcast episode that you heard or on anything else that's on your mind, just go ahead and call into 615-671-9832. It's easy to remember because it rhymes. Just kidding. No, it doesn't rhyme. Um, <clears throat> but anyways, uh, Crow from the Deathlanders, he's been on here before a couple of times. He sent some voice messages over there on the Anchor platform. So if you guys are, uh, are down to just send a quick voice message and you want to do that, you certainly can. Um, that, uh, that, that option is by going to, um, anchor.fm slash Midgard Musings on your web browser. Um, you can also download the Anchor app on your mobile device and search for Midgard Musings there. And, uh, the Anchor app is a, uh, it's free, you know, so if you want to, uh, send me a voice message, you can do that, but. That's gonna um, that's gonna give you just a one minute time limit to send a voice message to me that way. If you want to send something a little bit longer, uh, with a little bit more discussion matter, then um, you can call the hotline six one five six seven one nine eight three two. So we're gonna hear from Crow now. Let me just pull this up here. Um, this guy's pretty cool, man. Uh, so thank you, Crow. Here's 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 what he has to say. Hi, Jesse. This is Crow from the Deathlanders. 
Um, yeah, I got cut off on the last voicemail I sent you. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's all good. Um, man. But first and foremost, uh, congratulations on being an uncle and your niece. That's amazing news. Thank you. Um, getting to the uh, the meat of the matter as it is. Um, I would like to say that uh, with the uh, the clip and the video that you had um, posted on your pod, uh, two podcasts ago, it reminded me of a uh, Icelandic saga, and I, I'm going to horribly butcher these. I just I got to say real quick before we go into this uh, the rest of this call, you know, um, Fro is uh, he's so reliable, man. Like I don't know this guy personally. Um, but in terms of like the podcast, you know, like I've got, I've got my stuff out on different, on different platforms, you know, whether it's my YouTube videos or the, the Facebook, uh, uh, content videos that, that get shared on those platforms, my Twitter feed, so on and so forth. I got this like, um, thing going where like, I know almost at any given point in time when I post something, there's always going to be, um, a guaranteed react or comment or something or retweet or whatever from a certain person on each platform. Um, they're reliable that way. And I got to just say real quick before we keep going on with this uh, voicemail that Crow left, that Crow is reliable, man, because he's he sent me now, what, I think like three, four uh, voice clips on the podcast platform on the Anchor, and now he's calling in um, and leaving a voicemail here. So, um you know, I, I I would think that if you're going to be living out in Idaho, you got to be you got to be reliable, man. You got to be, you know, steady, easy go, easy going, steady, steady on steady on course. I'm trying to get it out here, but yeah, he seems like a real solid guy. So uh, let's let's continue on. He's talking about um, some some stuff that I was mentioning in my last uh, previous two, uh, two podcasts ago. So that was the that was the one where I was talking about the uh, Ben Shapiro video. Now he's about to mention a uh, Icelandic saga, I think. So let's check it out. Words, by the way. So I apologize if I say wrong, but it's the uh, Bandamana saga. Is mm-hmm. I think it's chapter ten, and it states uh, wisdom is welcome from wherever it comes. Um, I think that really applies to this, uh, to what's going on. And a snipe source aside, I feel that the point that you were trying to get at was actually really accurately and pretty very well articulate. It was really good. Um, Thank you, man. So as for the uh, stanza six and the Hismal, I have the Cowboys Hismal from Jackson Crawford. Very yeah. interesting. You ought to check it out. So, yeah. Now that ain't to say that you ought to be showy about your learning. Don't say too much and you'll say they're more of the right things. Um, I feel it's pretty good. It reminds me of something my grandpa told me. Um, he had said that the minute you open your mouth is when people begin to judge you. And mm. I feel that, that kind of ties in with this saga. Anyways, have a good one. Hello, Odin. And drink lots of water. Heck yeah, dude. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you again, Crow, um, for that awesome uh, for that awesome voicemail. Thank you very much. Uh, yes, Bandamana Saga. Um, I think I've shared some things on, on the Facebook page a while ago, man. I used to share these things, um, almost every day, with these little, little, uh, little quips, quips, little blurbs of, of wisdom or little, you know, cool little sayings or phrases or whatever. And I do remember, um, 
that particular one, what you're saying. I'd have to go back just to see what it actually says, but that sounds right. You know, um, wisdom is welcome from wherever it comes or wherever it comes from or whatever you just said there, Crow. So yeah, I think that's, uh, um, that's a great observation. Um, that you were able to kind of get past the source or get past the the things that weren't relevant and see it kind of from the angle that I was seeing it from, which again, you know, look guys, like I don't, I don't say, well, if you don't see it from my angle and if you don't see it from the way I'm doing it, then you're seeing it wrong. I, I, you know, if, if anything that I, if anything about that, that podcast, if anything about that video that I did and put out here on this podcast, if anything about that, was uh, a learning experience for me then it was that you know sometimes it's just best to sit down and shut up and um, let others run their mouths about things and just kind of be the silent observers and this is this was a classic case of it but i'm glad that what i did say and the way i was saying it uh came across in a way that made sense to some people now um just in reality you know uh, i feel like i had a lot more that i could have offered for that video uh, and done it in a lot of a lot different way so I, I can take the constructive criticism and the feedback not opposed to um, you know learning the right way or a better way of doing things um but thank you crow and thank you also for the uh for the cow the cowboy Havamal uh stanza six you know i think that um it's cool that you brought that up you know because you're up there in idaho and um you know i don't know like i feel like there's real cowboys up there in Idaho. Like they still are out there, you know, riding horses and doing cattle drives and, and all kinds of stuff, you know? So if, and when you, when you say it the way you were reading it with like this accent or whatever to it, it, it made it feel like even more authentic. So I just got to say um, that, it, that it really fit well for you to read that stanza from the, uh, the Havamal. And also want to say that I think it's really cool that um you had something to remember from what your grandfather said um was that um the minute you open your mouth is when people begin to judge you man oh man is that not the truth right so I, and i can i can definitely relate to that because you know i i open my mouth on on this platform and on on youtube and on other platforms or whatever uh for various things and Depending on what it is, but depending on what the content or subject matter is, you just uh, you open up a can of worms. And that that last uh, two podcasts ago, that last uh, content that I put out was uh, was a testament to that. So, um, you know, I just got to say, man, thank you so much for the for the support. Thanks for calling in. It really does make a lot of uh, makes a lot of difference, you know, because I feel like I have something that I can talk about here and um more than just talking at myself or talking to myself and hoping that something comes up or that i see something that is uh intriguing so really appreciate that hope hope you're doing well out there crow go the crow from the uh from the deathlanders in idaho um so yeah uh guys and gals the um the thing i mentioned earlier at the beginning of the podcast where i said i was not drinking alcohol for the next about three weeks. Now, for anybody that knows me and knows who I am and knows kind of my lifestyle, knows that um, 
knows that um you know i uh i like to drink scotch it's it's like one of my favoriteest things to to consume um and i'm always always usually drinking scotch during a during a podcast i'm always um sipping on something um and quite often i'm also sipping on scotch when i'm streaming live on youtube or whatever else I might be doing uh, with the channel. If I'm making rune sets, you know, I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm sipping a drink while I'm making it. So every day, guys, every single day, I am um, consuming alcohol. Um, and, and, and in no small amounts, I'm, I'm just going to be real with you. Um, I don't get drunk every day, but um, I don't ever have just one drink you know if i pour a drink um then i'm going to pour at least two more drinks um or, or at least two more if it's a if it's a if it's a weekend or something man i might i might go through a half of a bottle of scotch by myself and i'm not talking um i'm talking you know the 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 liter size bottles you know big stuff i might i might go through almost half a bottle of that myself in an evening and that's ridiculous you know and i've always been the type to where like look i'm not an alcoholic i just like to drink and it helps me kind of cope with stuff around me in my life the stress of work you know the stress of the world this whole covid thing this whole not going out not doing anything kind of losing track of myself Right. And it really started, you know, I would drink, uh, I would have drinks with dinner, um, my whole adult life. Um, I would have drinks with dinner and when I wasn't doing anything that required me to, you know, have good motor functions and good motor skills, I would have a lot to drink and I would get pretty drunk or I would get pretty tipsy and feel like crap the next day and be like, Oh, why'd I do that? And then, you know, next weekend or whatever would come around and I would get back into it. Um, and I was young and younger, you know, but I realized something, man. you know, I realized that, um, that's no way to live. You know, I'm going to be, um, 37 this year. And since March of last year, so right, you know, when the pandemic hit and, uh, we were all told to self-isolate, quarantine, stay at home, don't go anywhere. And I started this whole, you know, work from home thing uh, permanently. Um, that just gave me more of a reason to want to do it. Cause I'm like, well, I can't go to the gym or I'm not going to the gym or I'm not spending money on, you know, gas, driving back and forth to work. And, you know, so I would, I would, I, I ended up spending more on alcohol last year than I have in probably, a, I, I mean, I really sat down and did the math. The, the, the figures would be staggering um, and actually quite embarrassing, I think, you know. So I never really felt like I'm an out. I never really felt like I was, you know, an alcoholic, like I was so dependent on it that I just had to drink. it. I just like to drink. And I had such a high tolerance that it, you know, one drink wasn't where I felt like I was comfortable anymore. I was, you know, two, three drink kind of guy. Um, and they weren't, you know, they were, they were not watered down, you know, I mean, they were stiff drinks. Um, so anyway, 
Um, for those that don't know, like I, I used to work out a lot too. Uh, went to the gym four or five nights a week. Um, so I was in a really good place where I felt um, physically speaking. Um, before the pandemic kid, I was, you know, uh, looking and feeling as good as I was in my teens and twenties. Um, and then pretty proud of my accomplishments. And then when the pandemic hit and they closed the gyms down and I just found every reason to just fall off the bandwagon. Right. So fast forward to today, fast forward to March 4th, 2021, um, and since that, since this time last year, you know, I put on about 35 pounds, I'd, I'd say 35 to 40 pounds over a year. And, uh, that's a lot. And I want to contribute it a lot to just poor habits and poor lifestyle. You know, I stopped going to the gym. I stopped working out even when the gyms were opening back up, you know, I didn't go back into it because I'm like, well, I'm not going to tempt fate. I'm not going to go back in there plus i was like i'm not gonna wear this stupid mask in the gym when i'm you know trying to to get my gains on trying to work out and i got this you know mask over my face trying to choke me out that was gonna be in you know call it call it juvenile call it stupid call it i don't know whatever you want to call it but i was being that uh, about not going to the gym and saying well it's because i have to wear a mask in the gym right and then I was, then I started really not watching what I was eating a whole lot. Not that I was eating a lot of it. I was just making poor diet decisions, you know? Um, and then the drinking, right? So I'm, I'm sitting at home more. I'm, I'm more stagnant. I'm not as active. Um, and I'm drinking more scotch, uh, than I had in the past. So combined factors and everything considered, um, here I am now today and I'm about 40 pounds, 35 to 40 pounds heavier than what I was this time last year. And I realized, you know, I've got to do something. Um, and I've got to do something so drastic. So, you know, because I tried, I tried like, Oh, well, I'll, I'll cut down on my portions or I'll only eat or drink this, that, and it, nothing worked. I didn't have anything that really kept me, um, accountable for it because I didn't commit to anything specific. I didn't have the drive to want to do it. So, um, a friend of mine, um, guy that I know, um, from like the local music scene here, um, he had been posting stuff on his social media, um, about this ultimate, ultimate reset beach body team beach body or something. And, um, like well this guy likes working out all the time you know he's a uh you know him and i have like similar interests when it comes to that you know healthy lifestyles eating good um working out you know that sort of thing so i'm like i seen this post that he made about this ultimate reset challenge uh, or ultimate body uh, was it it's ultimate ultimate re reset um Hold on, I'm looking at it right now. It is uh, Team Beachbody Ultimate Reset, and it's a three-week-long, 21-day-long program. It's a detox cleanse program that is just designed to reset your body, to, to clean out your body from all of the toxins and things like that. And part of, you know, one of the things that it does, obviously, is 
helps you lose weight. Um, and I, I was watching this guy's posts, you know, uh, on social media, and he would post updates every day. You know, um, this uh, this day it was, you know, day number whatever, and he would weigh in. And then, you know, the day after that, he was down, you know, another pound or whatever like that. And sometimes, you know, he'd be um, he'd be down several pounds. And I think from his starting weight, three weeks in, he lost like 16 pounds. And I did some research on the prog on the on the, on the program, and I'm like, damn, you know, um, what's this about, you know? And, and it's a very healthy way of doing it. It's it's hard. It's it's a challenge. I mean, it's it's called the challenge for a reason. And I was looking into it, and it's very structured. It's very um, uh, regimented. You know what I mean? Like there's it's a regimen behind it, but it costs a pretty penny. So I said, you know what? I need to I need to do something about my health and about my life that is, you know, I'm drinking too much. I'm not active. Um, I need to do something to do a hard reset. I need to do something that's going to hold me accountable. So what did I do is I um, my income tax came in and I just said, you know, I'm going to drop the drop the hammer and I'm going to say do it. So I, I purchased the program. Um, it's not an outrageous amount of money, but, you know, it's a couple hundred bucks, uh, give or take. And um the, the the products came in um, today's today's Thursday. The products came in yesterday on Wednesday, so today was my first day. Um, and part of the program is you cut out all alcohol, you cut out all caffeine, you cut out all nicotine, and you have a very strict diet. It's not a starvation sort of thing. You're eating very uh, uh, very specific things, structured uh, at very specific times. And you're taking all these um, good supplements and things that are designed to cleanse your body and, and cleanse you out over a three-week period. So I committed to it. Um, day one is, is about to be in the books. Um, but it's challenging, right, because I, I vape all the time. I don't smoke, I, I you know, uh, but my vapes have, have trace amounts of nicotine in it. And I didn't realize just how, you know uh, – how much of a habit we get into we're such creatures of habit, how much of a habit we get into when we're like, I'm sitting here at my desk and I'm like reaching for my vape. It's nowhere near me. It's, it's put up somewhere where I don't even think about it, but I'm just like reaching for it to grab it and, 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 and to, to take a hit from it. Um, no coffee. Now that's one, that one's going to be, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of dreading here in a few days, uh, possibly what's going to happen because I drink, a few cups of coffee every day, almost every day. Um, it's like a, a morning ritual for me. You know, it's, I, I get up and I make my coffee and that's like, that's what helps me wake up. Um, no coffee today. And usually after at least, uh, four or five days of me not drinking coffee, I start getting killer migraines. I had one a few weeks ago when I was sick and, um, I didn't drink coffee for the whole week. And, and during that week, um, I was out of work because of a, of a debilitating migraine so um the difference though now is that i'm drinking a crap ton of water that's mineralized so it's distilled it's distilled water and it's um there's minerals that get added to it from the program from the packet it comes into that, that 
comes in the mail. So I'm drinking a whole bunch of water and I'm drinking a lot, which is what I'm doing right now while I'm talking. <clears throat> and I'm also um, taking these supplements, part of which <laughs> there's this one thing. It's a uh, it's power greens. And I'm like, if this is what I think it is, this is part of what's going to be the worst part of it because it's 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 a green powder that you that you mix in with the water right um you have to drink it once a day and it's basically like you know if you were to um take us take a, a cup of water from like the swamp <laughs> or um take the the clippings underneath your lawnmower that have been collecting in there after a wet rainy day in the summer just rinsed, you know, squeezed it out and poured it into a bowl and drank it or into a cup and drank it. That's what the stuff tastes like. It's horrible. Like, I don't think anybody, um, I don't think anybody would find it appealing or, or taste good because it, it's, it's straight up just tastes like wet grass water. Just, ugh. but it's only for 21 days. You know, I did it today and now I got, you know, 20 to go. So I'm really looking forward to resetting myself. Um, I wanted to do this and I wanted to do it in a way that was going to really hold me accountable for my own self, right? I need to get back into shape. I need to get this extra body fat off of me, all this extra weight that, that I put on. I need to get that off me. I need to get back into a healthier lifestyle, you know, cause I had worked really hard to get to where I was, um, where I was happy with my you know, physical accomplishments, with my, my physique and with my working out and all that kind of stuff. And then COVID hit and I fell off the wagon hard, you know, I fell off the wagon real hard. Um, and I'm kind of, uh, and I picked up and I, and I perpetuated some really destructive habits. So, you know, I realized I'm not getting any younger, you know, maybe we back in the day where I could, you know, drink a whole lot and, and not worry about things. You know, I mean, I got to consider the fact like again, I'm, I'm pushing my forties now I'm getting older and I can't be doing things that, I did before and it really put things into perspective when I realized just how much I'd been drinking, you know, not staying drunk all the time, but just drinking a lot. So, um, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be interesting. Um, last night I, I drank and poured out the last of my whiskey. There was, uh, some of my favorite uh, brand of whiskey, the smokehead, uh, single malt. It's, like, it's an ILA smoky, delicious single malt scotch and um the last of it i had i had a couple of sips you know um around the fire my wife and i were sitting outside around the fire and um i just i poured the rest of it out and i did it i did it in a sort of ritualistic way um i feel like it was a you know preparation you know i'm indulging i'm I kind of my last hurrah just having my last thing before i go into this uh program and i'm uh giving it up over to the, to the sacred, sending it out with intent uh, to the gods by pouring it out into the fire. And, um, you know, it's not the gods that are going to get me through this. I'm going to get me through this. Um, the help from maybe my ancestors. You know, I mean, I feel like the stuff like this is where where our ancestors have the, their vested interest in as well. So they want to see me succeed. And they want to be close to, to help get me through this. So I know that that's the case, and I'm going to call on them more than anything. But 
Thor, you know, Thor is our guy. He's the protector of mankind, the the, the god of the middle uh, the middle class, the god of the everyman, as it were. Um, and I've worked with Thor um, in my own personal uh, rituals as well. And Thor has been a big part of my pagan practices as a heathen. So that whiskey went to him. Uh, it, my intent was to send it uh, to him through the fire, and he was there. You know, I had his uh, one of Matt's pieces, Matt from Odin's Beard Woodworking. I had uh, a carving of Thor out there with me around the fire, and I, you know, said a little thing and and made a little, uh, you know, made it ritualistic for me, um, and gifted the rest of that whiskey to, to Thor. So that was my gift to the, to old Redbeard over there, and. Uh, so now it's up to me. It's now it's up to me to make good on this promise uh, that I made to myself and in a way uh, to the sacred. And it's not like I promised that I'm going to complete this. I, I just I gifted something that meant a lot to me. And I, and I rather than keeping it around and rewarding myself with it afterwards, I got rid of it. So that way there's no chance for me to, you know, break my uh Break, break, break the program or break the cycle. So it's 20 days. You guys will be hearing from me several times between now and then. Left, uh, 20 days left. So you'll be, you know, you'll be hearing from me a lot between now and then. So don't worry, don't worry. Um, and yeah, yeah, I think that's um, that's going to cover it for for this segment of the podcast. We're going to take a quick break come back and go over a really neat article that I came across and then the random stanza uh, of them all. So you guys uh, stick around after these messages. We'll be right back. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening thus far. Hey everybody, did you know that Midgard Musings has apparel for both men and women and even children, children and infants? Not gonna lie, it's pretty cool. Uh, Midgard Musings apparel is available on Teespring. Teespring offers awesome quality uh, merchandise. I own one myself, I actually bought my own merchandise. You got t-shirts, you've got hoodies, um, you know, bathing suits, uh, and all other kinds of things too, not just apparel. Cell phone cases, tote bags, masks, right? Because of this whole pandemic thing. So if you go and search for Midgard Musings Teespring in your web browser, you will find a link to the Midgard Musings store. Pay attention now because the URL is a bit wacky. It is midgard-musings-store.myteespring.co. All right, but it's easier if you were to just go to Google and search for Midgard Musings Teespring Apparel. Um, take a look and see what you got. Like I said, we've got sweatshirts, t-shirts, tank tops, hoodies, phone cases, tote bags, onesies for infants, coffee mugs, um, all kinds of neat stuff. So head on over to Teespring. Find your Midgard Musings Apparel over there. It does help support the channel monetarily so take a look and see if there's anything over there that you like we've got all kinds of sizes and colors for men women children and even infants so the holidays are coming up and these make great gifts for your loved ones so go ahead and check out big garden musings apparel on teespring and let us know what you think thanks
unique, one-of-a-kind, silver, pagan, heathen, and occult designs only at Maccabay. There are various Mjolnirs listed on two different Etsy shops. I'll be providing those links for you here in just a moment. And they also do custom work. And like I said, they have various pagan, occult, and other heathen-inspired religious jewelry designs. Um, and specific custom work uh, requests are welcome. You can follow Maccabay on Instagram, which is at Maccabay Designs. That's M-A-K-A-B-E-T Designs, or on Facebook at Maccabay. Now, to find them on Etsy, you'll go to etsy.com slash shop slash Maccabay Designs. That's M-A-K-A-B-E-T Designs. Uh, for all the socially acceptable designs. And then for more of the fun occult and adult type designs, you can go to etsy.com slash shop slash macabre hammer. That's M-A-C-A-B-R-E hammer. Check them out today and let us know what you think. All right, folks, hail and welcome back. Thank you for sticking around and listening um, to some of those messages that you heard. Um, be sure to check out those things uh, when and as you're able. Don't forget to check the footnotes of the podcast for the link, tree link, for all the ways that you can support Midgard Musings um, through buying merchandise through Teespring. Um, of course, anything that doesn't cost you anything is just you know subscribing to the youtube channel following me on twitter liking the facebook page favoriting these podcasts on whichever platform you are listening um and drinking plenty of water like like crow said at the beginning of the show you know hail odin drink plenty of water by the gods i am doing that let me tell you drinking a crap ton of water these days i'm, I'm leaking like a sieve so uh, <clears throat> this uh, this article that I came across today made me kind of chuckle, but not like in a this is funny uh, kind of way, but chuckling like you're damn right. It's this is cool. Um, now, let me just preface it by saying that um, I don't know the, the, the entire validity of the, the source or, or the legitimacy of the source. I've got no reason to think that there's anything but uh, that it's anything but accurate. Um, but it's it's from a source inverse inverse.com um, so again I haven't done a whole lot of extra research to determine if this site and the people that write for this site write for the site um, if they are you know reputable let's say they say that they're the fastest growing publisher in modern media. I'm checking out their website right now. It says, we work with creators to uncover issues and stories that matter through the lens of authenticity, inclusivity, and conversation. An audience-first, personalized approach. So that's nice. You know? Um... So anyway, uh, the link for the for the article that I'm going to be uh, telling you guys about or talking about here is um, is up there in the footnotes or the show notes, I should say, of this podcast. 
But the headline of the article, when you first see it, is this, it says Vikings may not be who we thought they were. DNA study finds. Hmm. Well, what do you know about that? And then you click on the link, and it takes you to the the history books will need to be updated. Uh oh. You know what do you mean? It's in the history books. Now we got to go back and we got to visit that. Um. But uh, it, it's funny. So basically, what they're saying, right, is that you know. Um, they're not technically the, the when they say the Vikings. You know, we're talking about the the men and women and the people of Northern Europe, uh, Northern you know Scandinavia, um, and some of what the things highlight in the article. Of course, they're talking about Vikings as though they are a, uh, a uh, an ethnic group or a race of people. Now, I think depending on who you talk to, you know, I've always I've, I've been the type to say, you know, it's not that they were Vikings. It's that it's that they went Viking, that Viking is a verb and that that's what you go do. Right. You don't you don't you are not a Viking. You go Viking. You are a Norseman. You are a northern European. You are a northern man or a woman. And you would go Viking uh, read you know, in, in, in like the springtime or whatever raiding season was. You went raiding. You were, you were a raider. Therefore, you were. Viking. That's what you would go do. I've also heard people actually from like Norway and, and, and places like that uh, who say that they refer to Vikings as their ancestors. Um, so they use the term to describe their uh, heritage and their people. So again, depending on who you talk to, um, you know, what's correct, what isn't. Uh, I think it, you know, the word itself is a verb, but um, anyway. What they're saying is that uh, sequencing from genomes of over 400 Viking men, women, and children from ancient burial sites, researchers have found evidence of genetic influence from southern Europe and Asia um, in Viking DNA dating back to before the Viking Age. Okay, we're talking like between the years 750 and and 1050 uh, AD and before. So... That's kind of cool. It it really it really uh, it really must grind the gears of nat- white nationalists and white separatists and white supremacists all over the world that think that it's you know this blonde hair blue eye uh, utopia um, trying to, to to perpetuate this uh, this belief of a superior race like like uh, it, it's it, it's got to be really really chaffing chaffing their legs, you know, chafing their ass, as it were, um, when they hear about stuff like this. Author also notes that um, individuals not related to to Vikings genetically, such as the native Pictish people of Scotland and Ireland, sometimes received traditional uh, Viking burials, which suggests that being a Viking, and again, this term saying being a Viking, it's... uh, you know, yeah, um, but they're saying that it's suggesting that being a Viking was not so much about specific family roots, but about a sense of internal identity, um, which again makes more sense to me because it's again you could you could be Viking, you could go Viking, you could do the thing and not be necessarily a to, you know have any sort of specific family roots. This, this sense of internal identity was like, well, this is a thing that I want to do. This is the thing that I'm going to go do. 
for whatever reason. And it didn't matter what your family roots were, where your ancestry lied. It was just a thing that you went and did. So in that sense, if that's what they mean, then I would venture to, to agree or, or, you know, tend to agree. Um, so this study just came out, <clears throat> I think, yesterday. No, this, is, this article is about a year old, less than a year old, September of 2020. Um, but I'm just now seeing it, so maybe you guys have heard of it before. Maybe you all already know about this. And you're like, dude, are you just now reading about this? Well, yeah, you know, I'm just I'm not, I'm just now seeing it. You know, excuse me for living under a rock or whatever. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, I don't know about this uh, this cleanse thing. Um, kind of excited to see what it does to me they say that the first three or five the, the first three to five days is is the most challenging I'll, I'll tell you this um it's not a starvation diet which means you know it's not like a, it's preventing me from eating anything but the things that i do eat the things that i have been eating today are are very plain um so like my breakfast you know two eggs scrambled no salt no pepper um, just a little bit of olive oil. And when I say a little bit, I mean like a half a teaspoon of olive oil. Um, toast, whole grain toast, no butter. Um, and fresh greens. I've got a, I've got a bin, <laughs> a big bin of organic greens like um, uh, lettuce and, and, and spinach and, and things like that. Uh, so I, I took a handful of that and I threw that in the eggs as they were scrambling and kind of cooked them down a little bit. So it was like this scrambled egg um, and spinach and greens omelet. So I'm like, I gotta, you know, there's gotta, I gotta have some sort of flavor, you know. So I'm like, well, reading through my instructions about what's acceptable and basically any kind of herb, any kind of green herb is acceptable. So I'm like, great, Italian herbs it is, you know, some basil, some oregano, some parsley, some, you know, some little this, little that. Sprinkle all that in there and then slap it on that toast. And I got myself a little open-faced uh, uh, frittata or, or, or it's a, you know, a quiche, not a quiche, but a uh, ciabatta frittata. I don't know. But it, it, you know, so two eggs, a slice of toast and that. And I was set. You know, I was set for the morning. Um, started feeling hungry about, you know, a little before lunchtime. Um, and my lunch was chicken. You know, again, um, no salt, no pepper, but just just uh, seasoned with some Italian seasoning, a little bit of olive oil um, and miso soup. And um, they're like, you know, just miso paste. Um, you can add some spring onions to it. You can add you know, some other, like seaweed or whatever. I didn't have any of that. I didn't think about looking for that in the store, but got miso paste and i love miso soup i mean that shit's flavorful as hell man like i can eat that all day long sorry for the profanity but it just it got me excited thinking about it so i had this i had these chunked up pieces of chicken that i had cooked in the pan you know which again with just like a half a teaspoon or whatever of olive oil just to keep it from sticking or whatever and i you know fried all that stuff up man or i say fry but in the skillet it was you know skillet pan seared 
Um, and then I, I, I cooked that, uh, that miso soup and, uh, made enough that I had some for lunch and then I had the rest for dinner. So it was like a miso chicken. Oh yeah. And then I threw the, the greens in there as well and cooked the greens down. So it was like a fresh greens chicken miso dish. Delicious. I'm like, I could eat this on pretty much every day and not get tired of it. So if all I had to do was eat that for the next 20 days for my lunch and dinner and, 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 and whatever else for breakfast, I'm going to mix it up a little bit. I'm going to have some oatmeal and fruit um, tomorrow. So I think I can have a, a half a cup of oats, um, some, some fruit and, uh, I can sweeten the oatmeal with, I forget, they said a little bit of pure maple syrup, which I think is the only way to go. If you're going to go, if you're going to do the maple syrup thing, bro, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to do it the right way. You're going to, you're going to, don't give me none of that aunt Jemima stuff, you know? I want the real deal. I want I want the I want the nectar from the maple tree itself. I want I want you to go out there and I want you to to tap into that maple tree. And I want the sweet juices from that maple tree to be all up in my oatmeal. You know, if you could milk a if you could milk a tree, then that's what I want it from. I want that tree that tree milk. <laughs> so that's going to be my breakfast. But, man, between that um, and, you know, a piece of toast, some couple eggs, man, some, some fresh greens, I'll uh, – that, that that's all right. And then the rest of the day I've got, you know, supplements to take, um, things to help get my digestive system back on track. So we'll see, man. Uh, the biggest thing that I think is going to be a, the challenge for me is going to come here in a few days if I start going through caffeine withdrawals again. Um, which I really only have to worry about that one time, that one day. Cause, uh, I remember, man, like when I said before, I was getting sick and I, or I had gotten sick and I stopped drinking coffee for like a week and I got this killer, killer migraine, you know, put me down. Uh, woke, you know, I was, I was out of work for, for most of the day. You know, I, I it woke me up in the middle of the night and I was up in pain, just dying. You know, feeling like I was having knives digging into the back of my skull. And, uh, you know, so I went back to went back to sleep and woke up later that day about 1, 2 o'clock. Checked into work and did some work. But, man, if that happens again, I really hope it doesn't. But if that happens again, that'll be the worst of it, I think. The other thing, too, was uh, the vaping. You know, because I do it so often. I do it all day long. And now I'm going to be not doing it for the next three weeks. Alcohol thing, I think that's really just mind over matter. See how that goes. But um, it's only day one, you know. So you'll see how it goes. I'll check in, you know, periodically and let you know how it's going. But um, so, yeah, that's that's pretty cool. That article is talking about um, apparently it's a pretty old, older, older article. But it's talking about how, you know. Maybe these Vikings people that you think are so awesome weren't the, you know, blonde head, blue eyed, you know, master race that you think they were. You idiots. They uh they 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 were comparing genetic materials of, of ancient samples with like almost thirty nine hundred 
present day individuals from regions like the UK and Denmark and Sweden and all that. Uh, so they compared those. They, they compared uh, data from from those individuals um, and then compared that with data from like 1100 individuals from like ancient times. They discovered more intermixing of genetic material than they'd originally imagined from back then. So go figure. Really, really interesting stuff. So we're going to take another quick break. Um, we're going to come back for a random stanza from the Havamal to discuss that and then uh, wrap this bad boy up and um, yeah so we'll see you back guys and gals back here in just a little bit your heathen or pagan altar or sacred space missing that special something well i have got the solution to a problem like that go check out odinsbeardwoodworking.com okay that's odinsbeardwoodworking.com matthew petrie over here does amazing carvings hand carved wooden god poles pocket altars he also does rune sets um wonderful wonderful work i have a few of his pieces that accentuate my heathen altar um, and he also will do uh, custom commissions he'll do rune sets around the full moon of every month really really awesome quality and it's a small business guys small heathen run business so what better way can you do for the community than by supporting local small businesses so again go check out odinsbeardwoodworking.com you can find him on facebook that's facebook.com slash ob woodworking so go ahead and check them out don't forget to tell matt that jesse sent you thanks for listening let's get back to the podcast all right everybody welcome back let's wrap this bad boy up let's put this one to rest let's cash this one out let's i don't know what's the rest of the ways that you can say you know Put this one in the bag. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so here we are. Um, random stanza from the Havamal. Today's uh, stanza is going to be stanza 95. I will be reading several translations as I usually do. Um, got the Auden and Taylor, Bellows, Hollander, Thorpe. Um and Jackson Crawford, I think, is what we got going on here right now. So, start with the uh, uh, let's see here. Where do I start with? Let's start with the Hollander translation. No, let's start with the Ottoman Taylor translation. Aha, I got gotcha. you. All right, stanza ninety-five. The mind alone knows what is near the heart. Each is his own judge. The worst sickness for a wise man is to crave. What he cannot enjoy. Uh, the Hollander translation is one's self only knows what is near one's heart. Each reads but himself aright. No sickness seems to sound mind worse than to have lost all liking for life. 
Uh, the bellows translation, the head alone knows what dwells near the heart. A man knows his mind alone. No sickness is worse to one who is wise than to lack the longs for joy. Uh, the Thorpe, Benjamin Thorpe version is the mind only knows what lies near the heart. That alone is conscious of our affections. No disease is worse to a sensible man than not to be than not to be content with himself. And then uh, closing it out with Jackson Crawford's um, The Wanderers Have Em All. Only you know what dwells in your heart when you are alone, but nothing is worse for a wise person than to have nothing to love. Uh, yes, these, these, these stanzas really hit home for me, you know, um, in, in a section of the Havamal that kind of focuses, um, about love and, and the love of men and women and, and that sort of thing. You, um, there are a couple stanza, stanzas here that, that get pretty philosophical <clears throat> in general, along with, um, this one. You got like stanza 94 beforehand, um. But the mind knows what's near the heart, you know, it's, it's, it's that inside one person, you know, um, you'll never know what's dear to another. So what's important to me is not the same thing that's important to you. The same thing that's important to you is not the same for others, that, that sort of thing. Um, and no sickness seems to be sound mind worse than to have lost all liking for life or to find nothing left to love, you know, to be so burnt out, to be so, you know, like you just don't care um, anymore and, and to lose uh, love and to lose passion about really just anything, you know, uh, and to feel bad about life and to feel, to feel bad about things, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's like a cancer, a terrible cancer to have bad thoughts about our own selves, you know, um, whatever you want to call it, whether it's, you know, poor self-esteem, whatever. Um, it's kind of like the second half of the stanza, you know, is talking about where, you know, we're talking about low self-esteem. Um, maybe even as way I kind of see it, but you know, no sickness is worse than nothing left to love, you know, because you don't have any sort of ambition. You don't have any reason to, you know, to push forward you kind of lose sight of the prize you know um and i can relate to that you know man like i can relate to that because you get burnt out doing doing things that you know you you, you enjoy doing certain things and you like seeing people enjoy it as well and you know for me whether it's the podcasts and uh, videos on youtube or the content that i put out wherever i put it out at um, you know, it's easy to get kind of stuck in a rut, you know, it's like, well, what's the point? What, what, what is this even all about? Um, and then you start doing things like I started doing where I was, you know, start, stop working out, find all the excuses and reasons, uh, why I couldn't, you know, drink all kinds of alcohol and say, I'm fine. When I probably, you know, I really wasn't fine, you know, because look at what I did. I, you know, started eating like garbage and treating myself like garbage and finding that there was really nothing left more to love 
about myself or whatever and it just it's it's bad man it's it's really bad and you don't you know it's i'm glad that i was able to, to pull myself out of that and and saw what i saw to kind of wake me up out of that stupor you know what i mean but um it's not easy you know it was never meant to be easy um but hey you know you do what you you do what you got to do to get through things um and hopefully the things that you're doing to get through what you got to get through are not so self-destructive that it that it that it that you run out of time or that you, you you catch it early enough on you know i was <clears throat> i really believe that i was i was slowly heading down a path that i probably couldn't have come back from or 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 at least uh, a path that would have led me down to a, to a, to an early grave you know what i mean because let's face it um I wasn't living the best physically wholesome life um, this past year. And I was drinking and drinking and drinking. Uh, so I can't, you know, the damage that I could have done already to my liver and, and, and all that kind of stuff. I'm glad, man. I'm glad I found this this ultimate beach body thing to, you know, the, may sound ridiculous but this ultimate reset beach team beach body whatever they call whatever it's called this this second chance at life you know sort of thing now i may be blowing it out of proportion you know in comparison to other things but i really feel like i was um dancing with with danger a lot you know i could have really done damage to myself and then and then what good am i you know what i mean i got a wife obligations and things in my life i got family i got a niece coming here in june you know really excited about that and uh i want to be there i want to be i want to be healthy um for the people that i love so anyways that's the that's the spiel for me that's the that's what i take away from this stanza so if you guys are interested and you want to talk about what you thought about this stanza you know you can do that right you know you can you can shoot me a voicemail um by calling the hotline 615-671-9832 go ahead and call in man let me know what's on your mind be featured on the podcast just like crow was earlier on We'll rap about a few things. We'll talk about it. You know, anything else on your mind that you want to talk about that you want to have featured? Could be heathen related. Could be just, you know, checking in, saying hi, telling me what's up, what kind of steaks you ate this week, or where you went and had a barbecue with your family, or whatever. It doesn't matter. Just call and say hi. Um, I'd love to hear from you. So I want to say thank you to everybody that listens to these. Um, really appreciate the support. You guys are what makes this something that I want to come back to and do each and every week. Um, more updates next week on this whole cleanse detox thing. Um, as of today, I'm just going to say right now, as of today, I weighed in and I was 203 pounds, 203. Okay. Now to put that into perspective, last year around this time, I was in the 170s low 170s you know um maybe in the high 160s i can't quite remember but i was 
like I said, I was a good 30, 35, you know, pounds lighter. So I'm not going to say, I'm not going to give you weekly updates, but I will tell you guys at the end of it all where I landed. So 203 on March 4th. So in 20 days, when I give you an update, we'll see how much weight I've lost and how much better I'm feeling. But you'll get weekly updates from me, okay? So don't worry about that. Um, until next time, everybody, thank you so much for your constant support. Make sure you check the footnotes of this podcast episode for the Linktree link and any other information that you might find interesting. Hail, and may your hearth fires continue to burn bright.